What's going on, everybody? Welcome in again to another edition of The Voice of Camp Nathaniel. Stephen Bell here along with Lee Sharp. Man, how you doing? Doing pretty good today. That's good. That's good. And and now we're uh, we're getting ready to run right into the summer with just tons of ministry happening. But uh, but man, I'm excited today because we got we got a guest in the studio with we us. We do have a guest. Yeah, from from time to time, you know, we, we bring in guests a lot, talk about a lot of stuff that's going on, uh, dive into scripture together, um, really heavy. But but today, we we get to focus on a ministry that we've been in partner with mm-hmm. to come in and do a lot of community ministry here with camp, and that happens a lot, doesn't it? It really does. It's the amount of connections that camp has made over ninety. I guess now 90 plus years mm-hmm. of serving the Lord is you, you make a lot of friends. You do. <laughs> you make a lot of really good friends. And so uh, over the years, it's we've had tons of different ministries come in through the doors here to partner with us in, like we said, community type ministry, uh, ministry done here on campus. But we're, we're really excited because we've had the opportunity this time around to partner with and I'm going to let him explain a little bit about this here in just a second because when you say something like perception artist for a lot of people that's like well what in the world is that so we're going to we're going to have that discussion but uh but we we want everybody to make welcome our guest uh, this morning or this evening or whenever you're listening to a podcast cuz that's the way podcasts work it could be 3:30 in the morning it could be and in that case why are you up all right Go to bed. You got, you got six, unless you, you unless got six you're, kids like me. Unless you're working right now and you just happen to have the podcast on the background. And then we're glad to be here with you. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Hey, uh, let's make welcome uh, Mr. Sean Emery this morning. Or this... You know, we've already been through that spiel. Sean, say hi. Hey. <laughs> hey, guys. That was like the worst <laughs> intro ever. So, all right, it's it's time to get it's time to get to this because Sean's been with us for a few for a few weeks. Um, h- how do you like camp, man? It's all right. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's really great. Um, it's, it's all right. Admittedly, he's been hanging out with us when it's been a bit, um, the weather has been acting, well, like Kentucky weather does, where <laughs> it's like 70 one week, and then it switches down, and it's been snowing. Yeah, and for, then the, it, for the record. And it does all of that. So, you know. For the record, when he got here, it was in the seventies, and, mor- and on the morning that we're recording this podcast, it's snowing outside, so. Yeah, that's my bad. Uh, is that your bad? Yeah, yeah. You, you brought that with you? I think you. if you're from Kentucky, this is kind of par for the course. So I'm from Kentucky, so I get it. You know, I've, I've lived through, you know, the, the constant, you know, Revelation chapter 13, chapter 4, you know. <laughs> like, we've we've done that Bible study. Right, right, right. But if you're not from Kentucky, and like, if you're, if you're just your first time here, it's, yeah, it's pretty... Yeah, your body doesn't really know what to do. It doesn't, does it? No. Nope. But 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 that that creates a perfect segue actually because we're going to Sean's going to share a little bit about his story uh, uh, just the unique ministry that God has gifted him with and called him to and how that fits into just uh, uh, his ministry that really goes worldwide. We're going to we're going to talk about all of that and then how you can get in, uh more information on his ministry and stuff along those lines. So l- let's start with that because uh, you know you're you're from Dallas. You're living in Dallas, but you're not from Dallas originally. Right, right. I'm actually right. from uh, Kentucky. In Kentucky, Woo-hoo! we talk town. Ta- we we talk counties. That's right. We do. 120. You got to know them all. And so I'm from <laughs> Muhlenberg County, and no one here actually knows of Muhlenberg. I think we've had four people. Uh, yeah, in the, in the two weeks that you've been here, yeah, yeah about four amongst people like what a hundred square miles. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I said, hey, it made it from Muhlenberg County. Have you heard of it? Nope. Just 
We had we had one person that used to live there that used uh, to live yeah. that was from Unilever County. Yeah, and you know what they said? I don't I don't know if you heard it or not. I didn't I didn't hear they, it. They I you know I I asked them, hey, have you you know anybody from Unilever County? And they said yeah, and they they raised their hand and then they just shouted in it's in public. I hate Muhlenberg County. Oh no! Uh, so. If there's anybody from Muhlenberg, <laughs> that's, that's we love you. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we love do. you. Oh man, yeah, so that's my family s- you're talking about. Don't <laughs> send us. Don't send us emails. <laughs> all, right, all right. So you're 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 born and raised in Muhlenberg County. Just 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 tell us how how things went, man. Tell us t- kind of how you uh, let you introduce the type of ministry that you do. Like we said, perception artist. Kind of kind of fill us in. Start us in Muhlenberg County and kind of bring us up to where God's got you. Man, I, I am the quintessential black sheep of of the flock. Okay, and so that that really defines my entire upbringing, my whole childhood, everything. You know, um, my my family is really high military, and I'm the first non-military. I'm I'm the one who broke the line. Oh wow, know? yeah, and uh, would have gone that route, but whenever I was uh, 16, God very clearly uh, opened a door to do ministry through this art form that I call perception art. And so, yeah, I didn't really have a lot of other stuff going on um, just with my circumstances. I grew up, you know, pretty relatively poor, kind of in a really rough area. And so, yeah, there just wasn't the same opportunities that a lot of my friends had. And uh, I didn't really know what I was going to do. But long story short, God just made it crystal clear, very evident. So it's... More of a boring story than most people realize. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> okay. no, I was going to ask how how did Jesus enter the equation here? Well, that part's or, actually pretty pretty exciting. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The whole perception artist part's pretty boring, but that's pretty exciting. Uh, I got I actually got saved at an old school like revival. Really? Yeah. You know, like really? Wow. Yeah, man. Nice. Yeah. Well, are we are we talking like tents, or are we talking just in the church, or are we are we? So it was kind kind of a both, you know, like I remember going to the tents and okay. that was kind yeah. of the beginning of the sewing process for me. And then I think the culminating night, it was in like a old ag center. Okay. It's a situation. So okay. not, not really a building. Are we talking like two week long, every night revival type style? Oh yeah, style? used to go to those okay, a lot. Yeah. Used there to go, go to those a lot. So I think this was like a week long type thing and mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, Brother Dole. Brother Dole, we we call him. We we pronounce it Dole. Dole. Dole, but it's Doyle. Doyle. You know, okay. D o y l e. Yeah. 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 So, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, nice. shared the gospel at nine years old and got saved. Uh, just crying, broken over sin, and uh, there was like a desperation, but it was a good desperation. I think that's something a lot mm-hmm. of people kind of struggle with. You know, like I wasn't. It wasn't fire insurance. I wasn't like scared of going to hell or anything like that. But it was like, it was just very clear mm-hmm. that my life was, you know, I'm just so small, I'm a speck, and God is so big, and he's good. And so, oh, I, I need him. I yeah. need him. Or, I, or there's nothing else. So, yeah, like a good desperation. And, and praise God for, for preachers who preach with gospel clarity. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, it's a we're get, it seems to be less and less of that so much uh, anymore. But yeah, uh, all right, man. Let's so okay, all right. Your your um, God uh, saves you at the age of nine. Um, now, when does all of the 
when does the ministry really take off as far as perception are? And, 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 I, and I need to ask a question because I've been hanging out with you for the past two weeks and I haven't asked this question yet. Did you coin the phrase perception art or is that, yeah. did you take that from somebody? Uh, no, I'm not a thief. Uh, okay. Stephen. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we listen, man. We in, minis- in ministry, we reuse everything. All right. There, there are very few original ideas and everything. There yeah. is nothing new under the sun. <laughs> ah, look, you just made that biblical. <laughs> Jesus juke. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Jesus juke right there. Uh, we we coined it. My wife and I. My wife Andrea. Very she cool. she has been with me uh, really since the early days, and she and I kind of coined it because we are running into the problem of. When you say magic or even illusionist, what I tell people all the time is you get you get two responses, and both of them put you on two different uh, stereotype kind of paths, right? Yeah. One person, one group says, "Oh, that's witchcraft or black magic or <laughs> right. you name it," and admittedly, the stuff I'm doing is pretty. I mean, it can be pretty shocking, and so it, it oh it's it just crazy. reinforces it, you know. Yeah. But then on the other side, you know, you, you say magic or illusion, and then you get people saying, oh, like, my three-year-old would love that. Mm-hmm. Your three-year-old would not love <laughs> Your three-year-old would need counseling. Listen, <laughs> and both of these categories, none of them signed, neither one of them sound ideal. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, neither one of them legitimately fit the category that he's talking about. Because I mean, I can attest to this, having, having seen how many shows now? Twelve? I think twelve of your shows up to, up to this point yep. in the past two weeks. So, uh, so yeah. So, would continue. you hire me to do your children's birthday party, Stephen? My children are a unique, like, yeah. <laughs> a group of people. <laughs> so, uh, but, but no, I understand in, in the context of what you're saying because, I mean, you're talking you're talking about everything from, you know, we say card tricks, you know, but but we're not talking just like little card tricks that you can learn. We're talking stuff that takes skill. I mean, I mean, intense time to develop this craft to be able to make people, as you say, lie to themselves that they're seeing something that's not really there or something along those lines, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's why we coined Perception Artists, because it solved a problem, is that, you know, when you say, when you kind of come out and you say, oh, magician, magic, illusion, you say all these buzzwords, mm-hmm. you know, they're all really loaded terms today. Well, Already, I'm fighting a battle before they've even seen me do anything. And yep. so by picking a phrase or a term or a title like perception artist, it's intriguing enough yeah. that people go, what is that? Of course. But there's no way for them to sit, to kind of stereotype me. There's no way for them to define it. And that now allows me to define what I do instead of letting them you know, judge me. Smart move. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's well been a rocky out. road. Yeah, as, as we've seen, some... Oh, Some yeah. people, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> they just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you kind of had to break that down to whoever's doing the introduction and stuff when you do these performances because they're no doubt going to go that route, yeah. Uh, unless unless they have that conversation prior. I think I think I had somebody introduce me recently, and they did they did a, a perfect job. Uh, it was uh-huh. a- absolutely perfect. I mean, they're int- you know I'm I'm getting ready to walk out in front of a show, and and it's like, man, they just they're just nailing all the points. You know, Sean is he spent years doing all this, blah blah blah. And he's, you know, perception artist, is, he's going to mess with your mind. And then at the very end, they go, you know, so like an illusionist. <laughs> just, <laughs> it just wrecked it. Oh, man. And from what I've been told, the word illusionist is a, is a, it's a bad word here. Because oh. we're, we're, we're not going for illusions. Because it's not an illusion. No. No. 
No, well, illusions that, don't the, hurt when you do because them. The stuff <laughs> that you, I was like, because the stuff you do is real. <laughs> it, it is real, man. Because because listen, here's the thing, and and I know you you may be listening to this and thinking, okay, so what it is? What is it that he does? Tell me something that he does in a program. Well, if I were to just sit here and you hear me say, okay, he hammers a nail through his nose. <laughs> How many <laughs> listeners did you just lose? So, <laughs> well, you've got listeners that are like, what in the world? And click. And then you've got ones that are like, go on. You have my attention. Tell me more. <laughs> so, so you actually, you actually, because this is another conversation that we've had. You actually studied with guys who do like sideshow stuff, um, like like carnival folk. Yeah. <laughs> Carnies, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so so that that's another thing, you know. So we call it perception art because it just encompasses so much. It's mm-hmm. not actually one thing. So you know, an illusionist does illusions. Yeah, and that's that that's it really, you know. And so uh, a, a magician does tricks, and that that's kind of its own thing. But I mean, I'm pulling from so many different things. So you know, so so example, I do some illusions, but then I also do sideshow stunts, which mm-hmm. are just a hundred percent real. Mm-hmm. There's no trick. There's no illusion. It's just it. That is what is happening. Well, then I'm also doing things like applied psychology where I'll get somebody on stage and we'll just mess with it. We'll just and that's crazy. read man. a person. Lee, that is mm. crazy. I mean, it really is. Uh, uh, to see him sit here and analyze somebody and like hit like hit the nail on the head almost every time, it's, it's, it's pretty mind-boggling. Yeah, and just so incorporating all those different elements. I mean, there's, there's pickpocketing techniques and sleight of hand, and, and that's not really an illusion. No. I mean, that's, that's crime. And so I, <laughs> that's a crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we're just pulling from all these things, including theater, and, and we're kind of giving it a platform in the form of a show. And mm-hmm. this whole kind of thing operates as a vehicle to get us to the gospel. That and that was where we were. I was going next because you know how because when people hear, okay, I've got pickpocketing, I've got sideshow stunts, I've got, um, you know. My mind manipulation, you know, stuff like this, these kind of terms that we're using. Okay, how are you, how is these, how are these things being used ultimately? Because you're not, do, you're not doing this to obviously, no crimes are being committed, nothing like that. They're not, none of this is being done unlawfully at all. But it is being done for the, per, for the greater purpose of the gospel, the spread of the gospel. So, so let's talk about that now. How has, this served the purpose of advancing the kingdom, not just locally, but around the world. Yeah. Well, in the simplest way I can put it, um, it engages people. It engages them intellectually. It engages them emotionally. It engages people socially. Uh, What I tell people is, you know, not everyone likes rap music. Not everybody likes football. Everybody freaks out. Everybody freaks out. Yep. And so this art form allows us to create vulner or reveal a person's vulnerability not in a bad way we're not embarrassing people but it gets a group of people who would never hang out together Mm -hmm. we're creating laughter creating you know amazement we're doing all this stuff and because of what i'm doing is based in the world of deception but i'm not using it to deceive right i'm actually taking deception and i'm using it to reveal so it's kind of backwards so I'm undoing the the tangled knot mm-hmm. that a lie does. Yeah. And so that, to me, is a really powerful tool because especially in Christianity, we're all about light. We're all about truth, sharing the gospel. Well, what better view? I mean, 
when people look at me and they say, oh, crime, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm doing things, you know, like, like pickpocketing or uh, violence with mm-hmm. the stunts right. or manipulating a person psychologically, what do you think the world does? Oh, gosh. Every, every day. day. Every day. In movies, in, in yep. music, and they mm-hmm. celebrate it. Yep. Well, I'm not celebrating it. I'm showing it. I'm re- pulling the wool away from my eyes and saying, look, yeah. what you just saw me do happened happened 100 times today, and you didn't even realize it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's yeah. it's an awesome con- – it, it really is an awesome concept, and it's, it is such a unique form of ministry because it's just like you said. It's when you've got – when you're in a world – when you're in a world full of brokenness and everything is – coming at you in such a deceptive way what you're doing is you're taking that deception and you're turning it the opposite direction and you're saying okay well let's if we're being deceived in this way then let's turn back the deception to reveal what's really there yeah i'm just pointing at it that's that's really killer man yeah i didn't make it i didn't create it i'm just pointing it hey look (laughs) yeah yeah, (laughs) there it is (laughs) this is what's there because that and that's that, I mean that that is something that you know. Let's talk as a as a parent, as a father. That's something that w- I'm constantly trying to get my kids to realize is that look, every single thing that you see, every single thing that you listen to, and, and I'm not saying these things are inherently bad, but everything is trying to influence you in some way. Everything is, and you've got to be able to identify how things are influencing you, and then ask yourself the question. What is truth? What is what is reality at that point? Mm-hmm. And 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 we have to come back to the gospel. That has to be our foundation. So, man, I'm man, I'm I'm excited uh, as to how God's going to continue to use this ministry. Now, now, real quick, where all has this has where all has God opened the door for you to be able to do this type of ministry yet? Yes, <laughs> that's yes. the correct answer. <laughs> Just. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, can I have all a multiple of, choice? All of the doors. Because <laughs> I, I, I know for a fact, you, you've told me you've, you've been around the world, and actually, you know, when you leave here, when you leave camp, you're 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 heading overseas again. So tell me yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah, so when I first started, I didn't know that I was going to do this as a ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just a quick, quick little tangent. Um, mm-hmm. I started when I was 16, when, okay. and I had a knack for it. So just to, I mean, like, like I said, it's actually kind of boring. I somehow just had this crazy knack for this. It just kind of came natural to me. So by the time I was 17, uh, I'd, I'd actually uh, made made money doing it. Mm-hmm. As, as a high schooler, I made enough money that I, I went to Vegas by myself and studied with the guys in Vegas. So I studied with Chris Angel, Lance Burton. He's from Kentucky. Really? Uh, another guy named Matt King. He's from Kentucky. And so, what is it with Kentucky and all this stuff? We're man? Everywhere, <laughs> we're everywhere. We have we have monopolized. Apparently greatness. so. <laughs> there you go. And so, you know, I'm I'm going to study with these guys, and it's cool because, you know, they're pouring into me on on kind of a micro level. And so, anyway, I had no idea I was going to do this as a ministry. I yeah. thought it was going to be, you know, oh, I'm going to do a show, you know, someday in Vegas or be on TV, like whomever. Well, fast forward, right? That like a few years later, that's when it. I started seeing the possibility for ministry. And as it was actually in my student group at church, they played a video. This is, this is so great, right? You're going to love this. They played a video. You'd get these, you know, DVDs. This was in the 90s. You guys know what DVDs are? Yes. This is in the 90s. Yeah. (laughs) Early 2000s. Yeah. And so they, uh, they played this video and and it have several different clips and it would sort of be like a student ministry kind of thing. Yeah. Well, one of the clips, they'd interview these interesting people. Well, one guy was doing card tricks and he, Check this out. He was doing card tricks 
I kid you not, at Moorhead State University. No way. Yes, at Moorhead State University, <laughs> just up the road from uh, from here, really, just a couple yeah, few hours. Less than t- a little bit less than two hours. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that at the time, but they're showing a clip of a video of this guy, and you know he's traveling all over. And he just does card tricks and he shares the gospel, and he does mm-hmm. it at college campuses. And everyone in my youth group turned to me and said, "Sean, you should do that." And that was like the first time. His name was Tennyson, uh, but that was the first time that I ever realized, whoa, I've never considered doing that. Wow, okay. In that way. So that was really the first step. So since then, I've been able to travel all over, uh, all over the world. And, you know, we got to that fork in the road where mm-hmm. it was like, okay, do we operate as a business, which mm-hmm. is really kind of like what a lot of people were doing, or do I go the route of missionary? Mm-hmm. And that's where my wife and I chose to operate as a missionary. And, and, you, so, and you guys are supported. We have, yeah, correct? we have yeah. donors. Uh, we have, we, we are a nonprofit C3. It's called Mirage Ministries. It's kind and, of a clever name. And and the people who listen to this podcast, the people familiar with camp, they're going to understand all about mm-hmm. what that's like because yeah. mm-hmm. everybody here at camp is supported in the exact same way. And I think that's great. Yeah, I think absolutely. that's great. Yeah. And uh, it creates humility. Uh-huh. And it also creates... Um, Here's what I'll say. Their spiritual warfare is real, and it's, it happens in ways people don't realize. Preach. Whenever we're traveling and we're going, um, in two weeks we're going to go to Nicaragua. We're taking a team of a few people from different states. Anybody who wants to go, by the way, I tell them, hey, come with me. Let's Just go, Lee. Follow me on Instagram. Right I'll take you somewhere. Everybody else can handle the stuff around here. Let's go. I think they'll yeah. be all right. They'll be fine. Yeah, I'm a liability on Mr. <laughs> I just want to be honest. <laughs> Life insurance is a good, good thing <laughs> right. to have. Probably, there you go. <laughs> I go off trail. And so my <laughs> wife hates it. Anyway, <laughs> all that to say. Uh, yeah, so we're going to Nicaragua, taking a, t- a team in a few weeks. And when spiritual warfare comes, believe it or not, I, I, I will have people who will text me and say, hey, I prayed for you this morning. Mm. And in their mind, it's probably random, but yeah. God times it so well. And I've had people, uh, I've had people, sign up to give at 3 a.m. Hmm. because I prayed at midnight and I was like, God, we need help. And it's like, what? who was up at 3 a.m. and decided I need to give somebody a whole bunch of money real yeah. quick, you know? So that happens all the time. Um, yeah, man. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's... It, so, it, so there's also a small thing in there in uh, God using things that you enjoy and things that you're good. There's something beautiful about the idea of oh, being like, Hey, I really like to do these perceptions, mind and games, mind games yeah. and all this sort of stuff. And God's like, yes. And you're going to do it for me. Yeah, man. Absolutely. There's just, there's just something really cool about just using that. And then God's provision. It. I don't know why 3am gets brought up a lot on this podcast. It does, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> Apparently Jesus is doing a lot of extra work at 3am. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, hey, Sean, we're uh, we're getting ready to wrap things up here. Um, obviously, uh, we want to be able to get people in touch with your ministry, and and again, you know, camp is, is we're here because of donors. There may be somebody listening to this right now that says, "Hey, I want to jump on the Mirage Ministries bandwagon and be part of what God's doing there around the world." How how do people go about getting in touch with your ministry? How do they go about seeing kind of what you do? And and maybe, just maybe, if if God's laying upon someone's heart to maybe, uh, you know, supporting your ministry, whether it be prayerfully, financially, what have you, how do they go about doing that? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Stephen. Yeah, so 
So here's the thing. We, we travel, we go to other countries. And so anytime that we're doing a mission trip, that's a huge need because mm-hmm. we don't, I mean, I mean, obviously we're going to places that aren't popular. So that, yeah. that's the thing. We don't go, I, I say that, you know, our trips aren't really commercial. Like we're not going and we're not doing, you know, uh, things that most people would do on a mission we we kind of go in and I think this trip to Nicaragua, I can't talk too much about it, but we're going to an unreached city. Oh, wow. And I mean, totally unreached. And this city is actually a trafficking hub port. Mm. It's a port city. Yeah. And, uh, that we're working with the missionaries and we're kind of going in a little bit under the radar. So we have to be kind of quiet. We kind of be kind of, um, mindful of things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So those are the kind of trips we're going on and we're taking people from all over. There's always a need there. Um, but when people ask us where, where we're missionaries to, we tell them we're missionaries to the American church. And so that's what I want to say more than anything else is that that's where we, we are called. Sometimes we wish we were called somewhere cool, like Australia or Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. But we, my wife and I both are called to the American church. We grew up in the American church and we just, we see it. We see the problems and we see the, the struggles and we see how, you know, it, it gets, it can, it can be so easily manipulated and infiltrated. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, that's the bulk of what we do. We go to churches and we share the gospel to people who are religious or churched, but maybe not born again, maybe not mm, saved. Yeah. Huge difference. Mm-hmm. Big time. So that's really the heart of our ministry. If people want to get in touch, they want to know more. My website is the best place to do it. It's S E A N. Sean is spelled the right way. There we go. All right. E M O R Y. Sean Emery dot com. And we've got a tab on there, uh, missions, donate, things like that. We have a newsletter. Sweet. Yeah. So nice. And, and you got social media hookups as well, right? We do. We have a uh, MySpace and just kidding. Just kidding. No, we've got Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. It's all just Sean Emery. Uh, as a matter of fact, we have a viral video. We've been on TV a couple of times. If you, actually, if, you, if you go to YouTube. Your wedding proposal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw that. Yeah. Go to YouTube, type Sean Emery, just my name, S-E-A-N-E-M-O-R-Y. Uh, just type magic proposal because that's that's what they call yeah, it. Because didn't they have you like on USA Today and all that stuff? Yeah. That was uh, all over the newspapers. Good Morning America Good had morning us on. America, yeah. Yeah, and uh, ironically enough, that whole thing was in Kentucky. Filmed in Kentucky, took place in Kentucky, yeah. Well, who knew, man? Look at that. Yeah. Plus, you get to see uh, the woman behind behind all this. Right. My wife, yeah. Andrew, yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, man, listen, we, uh, you know, on behalf of all of us here at Cam Nathaniel, man, thank you so much for spending on just a couple of weeks here and, and helping get the gospel to the community around here. Camp does a great job, and we're, we're always excited to partner with other ministries, and we're we're just excited to see where God continues to take this particular ministry, and, and it's a it's a privilege of ours to be able to partner with you. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's it for uh, this time. I think we're gonna we're gonna get to some camp stuff here pretty soon. We're getting ready to talk about some camp stuff. We are. So stick around. We'll be back in just a second. You got the voice of Camp Nathaniel. All right, we've reached the part of the program now where we are going to talk about some ministries here at camp. And um, it's summertime. It, it is, it, isn't it? It is summertime. And it is, whoa, it's June. It is June. Wow. Crazy. All the things. Getting hot out. So yeah. with with all of that, guys, we are one month away from what could be arguably one of the biggest things that happens at camp. One of the biggest events. Uh, guaranteed, man. It is almost family camp time. Family camp. Now you may, you may be thinking, you know what? 
you know, what, what is this family camp you speak of? I thought your summers were all about a bunch of kids coming and hanging out every week and, you know, yada, yada, and having a great time. But but no, with, you know, camp isn't just for Camp isn't students. just for kids. It's not just for kids, man. We've actually got a full week devoted to families. And that means that for those that register, and by the way, by the way, Registration for this thing actually started January first. You know, it did. yeah, and you know when we filled up, you know when, when we maxed out capacity. When, when did it finish? By like two p.m. on January second. That's how. I mean, this is a hard ticket to get, man. It apparently, really is. <laughs> so, so listen, hey, we, we're telling you that to tell you this: if you are local, if you live within reasonable driving driving distance to Camp Nathaniel, guess what? you're still invited to come and hang out with us at family camp. You can still come and be part of everything that's going on July the 2nd through the 6th, just a month away, and you can commute and be part of family camp. It is. It's coming up. It so is. if you're curious to what family camp involves, um, if uh, you can close your eyes and picture this, but if you're driving right now, please don't. Um, <laughs> please, please, don't. please be safe on the road, guys. Yes, yes. The policeman will not accept... <laughs> That the voice of Cam Nathaniel told you to close your eyes. They will not accept that as an excuse. So, but if you, but if you were able, close your eyes, and I want you to picture all of the those those fond memories that you have of growing up and going to camp. Yep. Um, Horseback riding, shooting bows and arrows, um, climbing tower, all the all of it, just every all the bonfires, the music the amazing food, all of the different things that you picture when you're coming to camp and imagine you can bring your entire family there. And you know what the amazing thing is? Not joking here. What? All right. Don't, don't call me a liar. All right. What do you got? Free. Free. Completely free. Does not cost you a thing. You bring the whole family. You can get involved. Like we said, uh, you, there's no more room for people to stay on campus. All that's been taken care of and, and reserved. But you can commute. You and your family can come. You can eat three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. You can come, be part of everything, sign up for activities, go swimming. It's going to be an amazing time. And you can do every bit of it for free. And and we've got an awesome uh, uh, Pete Yeomans, Pastor Pete Yeomans with Davidson Baptist Church is our mm-hmm. keynote speaker for the week. He's been on this podcast before. He has been on this podcast. In if fact, you, he was on the first podcast in this new format back in February. If you haven't heard it yet, you can go back a few episodes and find the ones that say Pete. I see what you did there. That was good. You got to go. Wait, wait to get it's way to get small, those backtracking, you know. It's a small plug way to go man you know so pete's going to be speaking uh pastor pete there in our main sessions there'll be sessions in the morning hours as well as into the evening hours and we've even got a uh, special programs lined up for the kids and mm-hmm. uh some time and got activities for them involved uh to be involved when we're doing those programs as well uh, those services man it is gonna be an awesome time and you know what you know what one of the best things is not, not just the not just the food, okay? We'll talk. Mm-hmm. We we talk about the food. The food, family is... camp food is absolutely amazing. Everybody eats so well, and we're talking huge. Every meal is huge. Every meal is huge. Every meal is huge. But here's the thing: the kitchen really doesn't stop the entire. No, week. it really doesn't, man. It's. I mean, it is absolutely crazy. But it's a great time. Now, here here's the thing: July the second through the sixth. Well, I know what some people are thinking. Right, right out of the gate. They're hearing those dates and they're thinking, well, well, but what about... What about fireworks? What about fireworks on the 4th of July? Well, guess what? You want to tell them? There's fireworks. We got those too. That's exactly right. A couple of years ago, we started the tradition of having our own fireworks show 
on the campus of Camp Nathaniel on the 4th of July. So those who come to family camp, Mm -hmm. not only do you get free food, not only do you get a great place to sit down with your family and the kids can just kind of run around and play and have a great time, but man, it is the most laid back, cool atmosphere when you're sitting out on the main lawn here at Camp Nathaniel and you're watching fireworks go up on the 4th of July, just surrounded by People who are just excited to be there, and nobody's. You know, you know what the best thing about this is? Mm-hmm. Nobody's running around throwing fireworks at you like they are in other public places. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> the the other side of this, when you say, "Oh, well, Camp Nathaniel has fireworks," is it just some of those little the little fireworks? No, no, man. No. We're, we're talking. These like, are some full grade. We're talking top notch stuff here. Good fireworks. Yes, indeed. So, guys, listen. We would love for you to. Uh, just go ahead and just map out those days to join us next month for family camp. That's July the 2nd through the 6th right here on the campus of Camp Nathaniel here in Emmelina, Kentucky. All right. We'll yep. see you all. Uh, actually, we'll see you all. We'll talk to you all. Not see yeah. you because this is a podcast. We that, can't actually we see can't you. I was about to say we'll see you in a couple hey, of weeks. Uh, but let me let me do say this, though. If, if you, you want more information, if you want more information on family camp, just go to campnathaniel.org slash family camp. And you can get a little bit more info there. Details, we'll have schedules, all that good stuff on there. I sure hope so. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Good deal, man. Uh, well, that's a, that wraps us up for another week, does it not? Or another uh, another edition of The Voice of Camp Nathaniel? Another couple weeks here. So we'll talk to you all soon. And thanks so much for jumping in with us. And hopefully we'll get to see some of you all in person at Family Camp. All right, guys. Have a great, great week. And we'll see you back in uh, on the 15th. See you soon.